0: It's a great thrill to uh, talk to this next guest. Uh, He donned uh, the baggy green four times. Well, it doesn't seem like much, but his domestic cricket was unbelievable. 485 uh, first-class wickets at an average of 25 that is impressive and that are Incredible. the stats of our next guest and the Western Australian well right arm fast bowler the tallest man to play cricket and that's Joe Angel. G'day Joe! G'day how
1: you going? I'm yeah. not sure I'm quite the tallest bloke but I was pretty close <laughs> to it. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us mate all, all the way from uh, up north uh, northwestern Australia is that right?
1: Yeah, I'm up in uh, Paratha Airport at the moment, so I work at a, a place called Cape Lambert, which is uh, just uh, near, a, near a little town called Point Sampson and Wickham, and um, yeah, I've been working with us with Rio Tindo, so yeah, being been with them, it'll be 20 years in November, so yeah, I sort of lived up here for, for nine years while my kids were a bit younger, and then we moved back to Perth in 2013, been doing the FIFO gig since then, so... Oh. So are you digging holes, or what are you? What are you doing? No, no, I work. I uh, do sort of warehousing, logistics, uh, typical supply stuff. Everybody wants everything yesterday and <laughs> mining guys uh, probably worse than others in terms of uh, you know that side of things. But yeah, it's good. Keeps me keeps us busy. Time always flies. So yeah, can't complain. So there's you know like every big organisation, there's good bits and bad bits. But uh, yeah, it's been been pretty good all around. And Joe, just shifting our attention to the the cricket. What is your sort of thoughts on the recent uh, Pakistan series? Um, people very impressed with Pakistan. Yeah, they were. They they had their had their moments. I mean, well, realistically, I mean, if they could bloody catch, you know, <laughs> who knows who knows what the result would be, and that's that's yeah. the you know the bottom line. I mean, you know, those little sort of one percenters, I suppose, or basic basics that you should be doing at that level. I know, you know, no one tries to drop catches and stuff like that, but by the time they moved uh, Shafiq out of the slips, the damage was done in those first two test matches, you know, so he, he was obviously you know, had a bit of a confidence uh, issue you know, particularly after the first one and, you know, surely uh, they should have been straight out, get someone else in there and, yeah, you've just got to try and, you know, get his confidence back because they, they did, they played well in patches um, I think I did hear um, Wakar Yunus commentating uh, during the Optus uh, test in in Perth and you know, he was talking about Shaheen Afridi, and he was probably a bit rusty. And I reckon he was right. You know, like his first innings was a bit scrappy. He bowled some, he bowled some okay balls, but he, he really struggled to put sort of six together and put a spell together. But his second innings, he was very good, and he was he was good in the second test. And then, you know, I'm dumbfounded that he's not playing and didn't play in the third test. But uh, yeah, you can't you can't beat bowling because you need to. You know, it's such an unnatural thing to do, but uh, you need to. Need to do plenty of it to make sure you you're ticking over. And Joe as an ex-fast bowler yourself. What do you make of the current bowling lineup, um, in particular the captain Pat Cummins? Oh, he's just a fantastic bowler, isn't he? I mean, the whole three of them. I mean, outstanding records. We're probably, I don't think we'll probably appreciate what we've got there until they until they're gone. You know, I mean, they they all complement one another. They're all a little bit different, even though um, you know Pat and Josh are both right-handers perhaps a bit different uh, to what Josh brings and then you've got you know Mitch with his left arm and swings are a bit more than the other two and um, yeah it's there and then you know at at the gate uh, to the equation as well it's just a, a beautifully balanced attack but uh, there's no let up for, for the opposition and that's uh, you know, that's always the hardest thing when you when you know you you sort of look at a side when you're playing. You hope you think, oh, well, okay, we'll get through these blokes, and maybe this will be a bit easier. But that's not the case with Australia at the moment. Um, it's a, a hell of an attack.
0: It is. It is. Now we we touched on your numbers in the intro there, Joe. And I mean, you, you only got the four Test matches for Australia, so you'd know exactly how Camp Brankorf would be feeling. Uh, right now with the lack of opportunity that he gets, no matter what he does in, in first-class level. So, I mean, how hard is that for him?
1: Oh, well, he'd be, he'd, be, he'd be disappointed. But by the same token, he's pretty pragmatic, Cam, because of everything that he's been through. And he's just going to keep trying to post post runs. Like, you know, that's what they all say. And, and that's, your, that's your bottom line. You've just got to end up scoring so many runs that you force their hand. You know, um, I mean, I think what's happened here is obviously they want to get Cam Green in the side, which is which is all good and well. Um, I don't think it'd be good for him to open. I mean, Steve Smith wants to open, which I find that a bit of a strange one. But you know, that's probably going to facilitate getting Cam Green in the middle order where they want to get him. Um, so they're probably killing two birds with one stone there, and they're hoping it works out all right with Steve Smith. I mean, Steve's a fantastic player, hasn't made the runs that he would have liked in this series. Um, so whether this, you know, they're talking about this as a new challenge, but it's whether whether that actually helps him either. I mean, uh, we'll have to watch and wait and see. I mean, certainly it's probably a good a good time to test the waters with the you know the West Indian side. Certainly, uh, you know, I don't know too many of the names there, unfortunately, and that's a, a disappointing thing for, you know, uh, for Adelaide and, and Brisbane for the test matches. You've got a lot of players that people don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, what's what kept you out of the
1: Australian team in the finish? I mean, oh, it been... we just yeah, we, we just had a very strong era. I mean, I'm not the only one. I mean, guys like Stewie Law, Jamie Siddons never actually got to play a test match. Um, you know, there's you know Martin Loves, another one. There's, there's Jamie Cox. Um, you know, you can go on and on. So, you know, it was just a very very strong era of Australian cricket, and it's probably a little bit the same at the moment. Um, but you know, it's. Once you're in there, it's probably harder to get out of than harder to get in, here, almost, you know. But, uh, yeah, and, and while they're winning, you know, they're not going to change too many things while they're winning. You know, that, that's, and that's, that's fair enough. I don't have a problem with that. Um, and sometimes you just got to be in the right place at the right time when there's an opportunity because, you know, Joe Richards is another one who's, you know, done well when he's played and then, uh, you know, unfortunately he's had some injuries as well. But then sometimes, that you know, He's, he's getting picked as sort of like uh, when they're trying to get the guys a rest. So, Scotty Boland, Michael Neaser, so you can go on and on, you know. I'm not the only one, so it's uh, it's happened before, it'll happen again. And, Joe, one of the uh, Test match series you did participate in was against the West Indies. Can you tell us some of your fondest memories of that series? You played against some uh, pretty good players there. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was all over in a hurry, that bloody Test match, though, so I can tell you. So, uh, that was... <laughs> that was that was Curley's infamous seven for one. I was one of them, but uh, we actually played okay. But we uh, we won the toss and decided to bat first, and uh, I thought we would have uh, we would have probably bowled first. But you know, we were I think we were about two for seventy, and then I think we were all out with about one hundred and twenty in the first innings, and so we were chasing our tail. I think mean, it was all over in about two and a half days. So um, yeah, it was it was a great experience, but uh, all too brief and. Uh, yeah, that, that was just the way it, way it panned out. You know, I, I played that one there, played two in Pakistan, and played another one in Perth in the ninety-four, ninety-five season. So, um, would have loved to have had a, you know, an extended run at it, but that was just the, the way it panned
0: out. One of the biggest stories last week was Davy Warner's uh, baggy green went missing, and uh, you know, thank goodness he eventually found it. It was under. Another, what was it under another shirt or something? I have no idea, it's a mystery,
1: well, isn't it? yeah, <laughs> that's what they're saying, isn't it? I, mean, <laughs> it I, think, I think one of the boys has had a bit of fun here and <laughs> they've, hidden it, they've hidden it or put it somewhere and then it's, uh, it's miraculously turned up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know who it was, but I'm sure I'm sure it'll come out the wash eventually, probably sure. who had it or who did what with it.
0: So where, where do you keep yours?
1: I mean, is it behind glass or is it up high? Uh, up uh, it's, it's, it's in, oh, it's somewhere in the house. It's a little worn night, so. Really? I'm, not a, I'm not a baggy green man. I'm a. I'm a uh, I like the white floppy. Uh, oh, that's what uh. I like to wear. So I've, I've actually yeah, never worn mine. So uh, it's in the house somewhere. Uh, I think it's in. It might be in my, my wardrobe. I think. But uh, yeah, sort of uh, every now and again, I you, know, you know, if I, I might see it when I'm looking for something else. But yeah, I mean, it's, I'm, I'm proud that I've got it. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things, I suppose. Like you said, I've. I played four tests. Would have liked to have played more, but it's four more than what most people have played. So that's right.
0: It's a huge honour. I mean, everyone. I mean, all of last week, everyone was raving on about how important it was. So yep. you know, that's that's extraordinary that you've never never actually worn it.
1: No, no. Just well, they, they never did the. That was something that Steve Wall brought in where they're wearing it. You know and I mean, I'm I'm along the same lines of uh, what warning was that you don't. You know, you don't need to wear your cap to play for your country. I mean, that's all part of it. But you know, um, if, you, if you think you need to wear a cap to play for your country, I think me I don't know. You know, it be, the, badge, the badge on your shirt should be enough as well. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> Very good job. Now you're also—I introduced you, 198 centimetre, you uh, know, right-arm fast bowler. Hey, 198 centimetres back in the day, you would have been a ruckman or a tall full forward for the Eagles. Was oh, footy
1: yeah. ever an option? Yeah, I played a bit of footy at Swan District's uh, Colts level. So, yeah, which, was, which I always enjoyed. I played footy and cricket growing up. And yeah, then I went to England for the 1991 winter and sort of, well I would sort of been in and around the you know the WA second eleven at that stage and sort of everything went went gangbusters from there so footy went by the wayside so you just yeah couldn't fit it in unfortunately so yeah I didn't I didn't I did miss, miss it and but it's uh, yeah I certainly can't complain about uh, you know what the, what cricket uh, gave me and where it took me.
0: No, no, I don't think so. I mean, as I read in the injury, 485 first class wickets. That's an extraordinary amount. Was any of those 485 your favourite? Which one was your favourite?
1: Oh, they're all good, mate. They all count. So, number one, I say to anyone, you know, at the end of the day, it says how many you got, not, not who you got. So, yeah, but uh, they're all good. I, I still remember the first one and, you know, remember the last one. So, um, yeah, and there's, there's a few other, you know, good ones in between as well. But, yeah, they all, they all count.
0: They all count. Fantastic. Hey, Joe, we'll leave it there, mate. Uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time to talk a bit of cricket. Um, good luck with uh, everything going forward. And hopefully we can touch base and uh, get you back on our show again.
1: Yeah, no problem at all. Thanks very much. I'll, be over, I'll actually be over your way uh, very soon doing some coaching for Sean Brown. So cool. in uh, going to country, uh, country Victoria. So looking forward to that. I haven't been since COVID uh, restrictions. So looking forward to getting back and doing a bit of that again. So, Sure. Well, we'll get you on to talk about that then. Yeah, yeah sounds good. Right.
0: Appreciate it, Joe. <laughs> no Thanks, Jack. Yeah, Fantastic. Joe Angel there, the former uh, Western Australian fast bowler. As I mentioned, four test matches, ten wickets. But and prefers
1: uh, the uh, the floppy over the baggy green over
0: the baggy green I yeah. had no idea that was an option mmm